After experiencing some technical difficulties, we are finally back. Thank you for your patience and for your continued support. To make sure this podcast never goes past its prime, subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever else you may get your podcast from, and tell your friends to tell their friends to tell all of their friends to do the same. Thanks. Hi, I'm Jim Dizor, and welcome to another episode of Past the Prime Podcast, and I'm joined, as always, by... Zach Dizor. Steve Dizor. Mike Dizor. Lisa Dizor. Uh, we've been on vacation for a few weeks, so we've got a couple of things to recap I think we should talk about. Well, we'll just, like, lightly go over. We LeBron going to the Lakers. Yep. The Golden State Warriors about to win another championship by adding Boogie Cousins already into there. We've got the World Cup. Zach, you can tell us about England's unfortunate... Uh, not making it to the finals. Zach was in Russia. For the- oh, yeah. Zach was, was of course. Because he, he's always on the go, Zachary. We've got summer movies. We've got Melissa that's going to talk about, of course, the big, big blockbuster, The Meg. And we've also got The Equalizer. But I'd like to start with power. If I can just bring that up. Melissa's been yet, out of the four children that I've had, the only one that's taken my advice yeah. and watched this TV show. And this, this, let me tell you about, this season has been unbelievable. Am I right, Melissa? It's, it's been a killer. It, uh-huh. It's got so many, so many different storylines. They're all interconnected. It's amazing. 50 Cent is like, let me tell you something about this character. It's he so is the nastiest guy on, on in television. <laughs> Does he deserve an Emmy? Fire can't burn If him. you were on the Emmy board, would you I'll tell you right now, he deserves at least a People's <laughs> Choice Award. <laughs> at least. <laughs> I'd say. Because he is the baddest bad man. Don't they have like those. Right. Don't they have those MTV awards or things like that for worst villain, TV, movie, yeah, yeah. whatever? I'm sure if there's a Cable Ace award. But if you were on the board of, like, you know, the Golden Globes, would you. I would say. Would you put forward 50 Cent as I would put it in. I would. Is he supporting or lead? He'd be a supporting. I think. I think that, that uh, the guy that plays James Omar Hardwick would be. Yeah. The, he's the really lead. good. The, the main guy. He's really good. Ghost, as he's known to us on the on the so show. So if you were part of the foreign, I'll tell you right would now. You put him up as one. Of I the think best he'd be. He'd be best lead actor. He'd definitely be somebody that I would consider because some of these guys. It Who just, won it last year? Who it's retrest. They're best re-tressed. actor. Do you know, do in you a drama. Idea? Best supporting actor in a drama. Or best lead actor. Oh, no, best, best supporting actor. It was in 50 Cent? No, it was yeah. the guy from uh, Just Like Us, that TV show on Channel 4. That oh, This is, is Us? This Is Us. It seems like somebody's always getting... Oh, Sterling K. Brown. I believe he was the one that wanted Apparently, a lot of people watch that show. The, the, all the people that should be watching Power uh, watch that. <laughs> I've watch, mentioned watch this, this a few us. times. I understand if you don't, like, Mike, you don't have, like, full out, blown out cable because it is expensive and whatever. But you have full blown out cables, Zachary. Yeah, exactly. Steven, you've got just HBO and you're... I've got it. i got the most of it. There's also the internet, Dad, where you can rip these things. There are plenty of... There are ways to get... Don't do that at all. Are we, are we no, we're not, we're not saying we want you to do that or pirate movies because they're working hard out there for you. But if there's anyone to do it with, who powers the... But power might be one you'd want to, want to think about. You might want to think about... So, do we want to talk about... No, go on more on power. You have to catch us up before you transition. All right. Well, I can, you know, go through it during the episode, too. I don't is, want to... Is like, it fulfilling that Game of Thrones void? 
that we oh, all, that we all have. First of all, the thing with Game of Thrones is I have to watch it like three times, then ask each one of you what's, what, what's going on. Because I st- at least in power you know who's good, who's bad. And pretty much everybody in power is good, bad, but they're, they got a little the bit of goodness in them. But in, in Game of Thrones... What's your favorite character on power? Is it 50 Cent? Like, was he the scene stealer? I'll tell you, he's powerful with everything this guy... Uh, he, he is powerful. He, I mean, look, it, a couple of seasons ago, he got burned. And he's still alive. Okay? He's well, real life, In real life, he was shot in the face. I know. Yeah, this is the thing with him. It's it's just a carryover of his regular life. But if you've you got to watch it. There's so many things going on. In the last season, um, Ghost's daughter gets killed. Mm. They're dealing with that. It's tragic. They're dealing with... <laughs> right. It's, it is it's tragic. How does the character his daughter, this, And his son was supposed to be the victim. Pretty easily. Watches his sister get shot. Doesn't tell the, the police right away that he witnessed the shooting because he'd be in too much trouble. There's so many different drug dealers, so many different cartels. It's We need to leverage this podcast for you to get a one-man show on Broadway to reenact. <laughs> power. Power. <laughs> Let me like tell you. Do dramatic readings of this. The one thing I would have loved to have been to was that at Radio City, they had 50 Cent open. They, they showed the premiere of Power. Yeah. And I think it was at Radio City. <laughs> but he came out and sang the theme song first, live. <laughs> and he had his whole group with the smoke going and the backups. And then they went and then they watched the movie. That would have been, if I could go to one premiere, it would have the been the best part about this all is that you're dead serious about this. Like, you love power. I love it. Because <laughs> you would ask me, I don't know if it was the podcast that we... We have we have a lost episode. Full disclosure: we haven't been on vacation. vacation, I lost an episode. But you know what? It's always good to have that because if we do ever find that after like our hundredth, we could see how we've grown. Once we're in syndication, I'm telling you right now. Think about that. Whatever this question is, look them up. When you ask me about billions or power, I'm telling you, it's tight. It's tight. But I'd have to go with with power. Very, very tight. So you're, I love okay. Paul Giamatti. Wow. That, I love him. You like 50 Cent more than Paul Giamatti. I got to tell you right now, 50's, when he's in it. That's a rap battle I want to see. <laughs> oh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> At least a lip sync battle. Cent. Maybe we could do that. But. Arm wrestle. Oh. Giamatti versus Are you kidding me? He's I unbelievable. But I, I, I've gone on about that. Does anybody want to... No, we could do the entire episode. Well, I would I would pay a year's salary to, to rent out a small... I'm sure that uh, Sammy could help us find this, a stage to put Dead on. A chair, a single spotlight. And just talk just about power. either doing episode recaps of Power or, or, or just the entire arc. Or like that episode of Parks and Rag where the, it's the debate. Like how they do the wrap-up show with like The Walking Dead. It could be Dad's wrap-up <laughs> yeah. show of Power. Well, Chris Hardwick's got some stuff to be talking Power. Talking Power with Jim Dizner. There's that episode of Parks and Rag where the power on TV goes out during the debate and like all of Leslie Nope's donors are there and they don't know what to do so Chris Pratt just gets up there and reenacts like Rambo <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Roadhouse Roadhouse so if you ever lose power for if you ever lose power at your house Dad will come to your to house, house and do power and redo the episode. And, and, and alright we're starting an LLC it's going to be called The Power Company the power so if your company. power goes out Jim DeSorges will be on there. We have to set it up. It'll as give you an LLC in Delaware <laughs> so that we can also funnel payments to <laughs> whatever we want. Whatever we want. Yep. Yeah. But that, well, you know what? If, if need be, 
to get people more interested in it, need be. Mike, I know you don't. You haven't watched an episode yet. I'm not. That's no. it is, it is not a knock because you're you know <laughs> it's tough for you to get the cable. It's expensive because cable prices are like insanity. It's wow. ridiculous what they're going. But 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 we don't want to rip anything <laughs> because I, I didn't know we were going to do this episode. Man, the rent is. Let's bring a cheap pie in here. <laughs> no, I just say it's, 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 it's tough to get, but I understand that. So just to well veer off a little bit, Zach. I, I know your World Cup. You're upset about that, and it is the World Cup. And if you notice behind you, there's an English soccer uh, ball there. English soccer I, ball that I did know. get uh, from you. Do you want to, Mike? Being, you went to it also. Did you care? I didn't watch any of it. None no. of it. None of it. I also bought you a shirt. Uh, yes, Stephen bought me a lovely shirt. This being an audio medium, I'm sure everyone loves to see the ball and the shirt. But yeah, and well, um, not to mention that I'm wearing a Passes Prime podcast T-shirt, which will be available. It's all getting to what we're very wearing. soon. I'm wearing a pink Lacoste shirt. <laughs> you are. And you can rock that pink Lacoste shirt. Yeah, you can. Uh, but do you want to talk a few seconds about sure. it? Sure. Something yeah, about catch it? Catch us up on what happened. It was a World Cup that I thought was going to be really kind of, I don't know, boring or maybe shady because of the... <laughs> well, because shady well, it took place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it was really hard to square that for a little while uh, between Russia and Qatar, like, all the yeah. awful stuff. It all happened there. above board. <laughs> there were no FIFA commissioners given any money or free vacations in the uh, Mediterranean or the... Uh, not or, the or just the little Baltics suitcases season. filled with money. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of disgusting. So it actually took me probably until, like, the first two games, three games, like, the first weekend to, like, get excited again, just because... Uh But then it's kind of the power of international soccer, that that how good it was. Um, I'd say if you don't like, you know, soccer or football, but you want to watch something, watch a World Cup game, because it's really... It was really cool, like, you know... Rooting for Croatia for a little while there. Was, right. I watched one game. Yeah. And that was when I noticed that Russia got a little further than I would have hoped. So I, I watched Croatia uh, upset. Yeah, I watched. Or was that watched, watched, was it, upset? Croatia was supposed to be. It was kind of. Well, Russia got kind of crazy momentum. And I also think, you know, that they might have bribed their way a little bit. But, but uh, I watched more of it than I thought I was going to. But it, it's funny that Ronaldo and Messi got knocked out, what, one day after? Like, the two best players in the world are knocked out, like, one day after the other. Yeah, was, for, for a World Cup. I think Cup Messi got you... knocked out first, and then Ronaldo got knocked out. But then he signed that big, huge deal. For, what does he make, $35 million a year now? To play for, he left Real Madrid and he's playing with Juventus now. Oh, Juventus, yeah, yeah. I um, mean, that's unbelievable. Thirty-five million, right? and that's like, that's it's probably even more than that. Probably because they make probably. so much, so much money. I think it was really interesting because all the big players were knocked out. It was cool to see a World Cup yeah. of like countries that I mean, I I really like the English national team and the German national team. And the German national team got they got kicked out early. They, yeah, they they. They did not play well, so that was it was interesting to see that, and then to see like that biggest play like players people know their name like Messi and you know Ronaldo they were knocked out pretty quick. So France wins it, yeah. Best team won, we say on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I th- well, your heart was with England, but you thought that well, it would either be Germany or France when it started. Let's let's, let's say it honestly. I had no idea. I thought Germany wide just open. because of Germany, but it was pretty wide open. You know, okay. you you had a World Cup without Italy, without uh, the U.S. The U.S. You know, like it, it was 
it was interesting. But um, yeah, England w- way, way, way overperformed, and that was really exciting to see that. That like you know, an, an English team that didn't suck. Yeah, it would have been nice if they at least got. The while final. there is this the stereotype that England's good at soccer, they're not internationally. So that was pretty cool to see that they got that team together. All right, Mike, I, I know how you felt about. Um, when a certain player, Kevin Durant, left the team to go to the Golden State Warriors, how do you feel about Boogie Cousins joining the Golden State Warriors? Well, is it the same anger, or is it a difference? Well, I think it's Durant set the trend, so you don't be mad at him for doing it, but, I mean, you still are, because it's, I mean, this next year, it's the, the Warriors won it already. Even if he's going to be hurt until January, they still won it. Is Boogie Cousins a real person? Who is, this isn't a joke. Who, who no, Boogie, Boogie Cousins. Marcus Cousins. Is DeMar- but we call him Boogie. DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was, uh, I think they're fucking with us, the the Warriors. They can. I think that they just are. They like, LeBron, it, it, it almost feels like the Warriors are trolling the rest of the league because it, it happened like the day after or two days after LeBron, LeBron signed, signed the Lakers. The Lakers. There was this idea that maybe DeMarcus Cousins was also going to to the Lakers. Um, and the fact that he signed for me, I think it was one year and five point two yeah, million. Yeah, the, the league minimum. Or I'm whatever. sure he could have. I, I heard that there wasn't much of a market for DeMarcus Cousins because he comes with so much baggage. But Yeah, but still, he's, he's a, really he's a great player. player if you can keep him under control. And there he will be able to be under control. What What's some of the baggage that Boogie Cousins has? Well, he, attitude, attitude, probably, attitude. You know, Does he play hard all the time? Does he get... A lot of technical teammate to have. Good teammate, that he, type. Does of he thing. cause trouble in the locker room? Look, he's a phenomenal talent. Um, but the Pelicans last year made it further made in the playoffs run. than most people thought, and that was without him. Without him, for the, for the half had of the he been there, it would have been interesting to see how he would have how he would have done. But we did touch on LeBron going to the Lakers, which I bring up this point: if you could go, like you're a free agent, and you could play like in any city, like teams are equal. Where would you like? Where would you want to like to build? Let's say to build your brand. Even though not, not LeBron has to build a brand, but Melissa, so basically if you, saying if you can live anywhere. If in the you world. can live anywhere in you like you're on a team, you're going to go somewhere. What would be the city you'd love to live in? Like, like would be the coolest, like Miami, L.A. Because in L.A. you pay state tax. Yeah, obviously in Florida you don't. Vegas you don't. But would you be L.A.? You seem like to me you'd be an L.A. chick. If I'm you going were, to L.A. If you were going to be a sports person or wherever or to do it. I, yeah, I, I guess. Or New York. I mean, would you? <laughs> I mean, Orleans. look. It, it New Orleans. It depends. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's that is a cool Someone city. like LeBron who's bullet, whose brand is so bulletproof. Yeah. That where he's already wanted in Miami. He's wanted in Cleveland. I think going to L.A. to end his career is interesting. Yeah, it makes I, sense. And I, I think that for LeBron, I think people, like I, I heard, um, I, I, I typically respect uh, Brian Windhorst quite right. a bit. I think he's one of the best reporters in all across sports, what he does for covering the NBA. Right. He made a point where he thought that uh, the LeBron's Lakers are barely a playoff team. Right. I disagree with that. I think this team is good enough to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Mm. I think this team is probably just as good as the Rockets. I think LeBron gives them an edge. I think what he did by going to a team with younger players is very interesting because it has a ton of young talent. It has uh, Ingram. It has Kuzma. It has 
um, Josh Hart. I purposely, I purposely left Ball yeah, off right. because I don't see how he fits in. Yeah. Uh, especially when they brought in Rondo, Mike. I thought that, to me, the writing was on the wall that they don't want... They brought want- your band in? I, I didn't even know that. They brought in Rondo. Rondo. Oh, Rondo, wow. For the year, just for, was it a one year? Oh, the guy from the Knicks today. Who was it? Um, Kylo Quinn? No, it wasn't Beasley, I think. Who? Beasley? Did Lakers brought in somebody? Yeah, from the Knicks. You're gonna have to somebody else, we gotta check that up. But I, I mean, we're checking out. I think, and, and to me, the interesting thing is, like, some people were said because this might mean that LeBron isn't gonna make a finals run this right. year. This move wasn't for this year. No. Look at next offseason and who's available. Anthony Davis, uh, Kawhi Leonard is also available. Um, so there's a chance I think they bring at least one of them. I think Anthony Davis right. is probably going to be there. So I think that this this may be one step back for him, but you also have to figure at some point some of those Warriors are going to leave. And if you can add Anthony Davis to LeBron James with some of those other young pieces. Let's say a Clay Thompson leaves Golden State. Thompson, you've got a exactly. shooter for, for LeBron to have because I think – for the for them to get to the Western Conference Finals, whatever LeBron's going to have to do what he did, carry like, like he did last year, carry the Cavaliers on his back to get them there to the finals. I, I think that would be tough. Well, I, I'm he's not got, saying they'll beat the Warriors. No, no, but that, he's I, also got the Houston Rockets to deal with. Right, he's got two, you know, really tough. T- obviously, Golden State is the the king of the hill, and you've also got Houston. If they hadn't lost Chris Paul for Game Seven. You never know what could have happened in that game either. Maybe they would have taken Golden State out. That's true. But I think you know, LeBron is good enough to, to cancel out. Two. He's good enough. But, right. you know, you have to see around the, what they have and how he's going to deal with, you know, Luke Walton as the coach. Is that going to be an issue? Is he going to try to be more, you know, because he does like to put his input into the team, uh, LeBron, a little bit. Is he going to give him a little breathing room uh, or is he going to be right on top of that'll, him? You know, that'll be interesting. That'll be the see, biggest yeah. dynamic for that team, I think, going forward. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But I think he'll, I think he he wouldn't have gone there if he didn't talk to Magic and say, you know what, he's good. We'll work right. Around well, they had a, they. I think they have a strategic vision about what LeBron wants. Oh yeah, from this career. Um, and I don't think he's going there just to coast and then retire in LA. I think that there's a bigger because I saw some people very upset because especially after the Kawhi deal fell through and he didn't wind up going to. The Lakers and Boogie going to Golden he State. Went to Toronto, Toronto, right? Or, excuse me, excuse me. No, I said Boogie went to no, no. Golds. What did I say? Kawhi went to I'm no. You, you, no. You said I just Kawhi said, went to Toronto. Toronto, yeah, right. Boogie going to, to Golden State. Yep. Um, them not really having that clear number two. Yeah. I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, this is, this is, you know, he he has no shot," right. which I think that he can do a lot to bring along these young players. You know, look how look at the step last year that these guys in Philadelphia took yeah. forward. Embiid became a superstar. Mm-hmm. Simmons took a big step forward. LeBron can help these good young players, Ingram, Kuzma, uh, who Ingram, Kuzma, and Hart, who all flashed. He can bring out a lot more in them. Absolutely. Plus, you bring in someone like Rondo. You have some other players coming off the bench, like Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know what they wind up doing, but I think they're players that, they're obviously players LeBron. Well, they're won. going to be better because he's there. He's oh, going to make some guys better. You're right it, about is, that. Is this team of Lakers comparable or better than the team of Cavaliers he just left? Uh, hmm. To me, I... Are they similar this teams? Team, okay, you could say that, like, the Lakers had, the Cavs at least had uh, Kevin Love. Kevin Love. But this team has a bunch of good young players. 
they're not as good as a team that had Kyrie, Kevin Love, and LeBron. Right. That's what do you what, think? What do you Mike, think is, this, Mike? is this Lakers team better than the than the Cavs? No, I mean the only thing no. you said you could say Love, but like he never was what he was like when I was on the Timberwolves, and they at least have kids they can build around and get better. So you like think the, the Lakers Cavs are better had, than the Cavs? The Lakers are better than the Cavs because yeah, okay. the Cavs had nothing to like build on. And Kevin Love seemed to get hurt. Like, oh yeah, he got hurt all the time. And the, and like you're saying, like the Lakers can get better. The Cavs have nobody to get better than J.R. Smith. Right, right, and right. and the, there's just there's one thing that that I think is important. LeBron in his final press conference said, "We need players who who are uh, who have a high basketball IQ." Right, um, and I, I love J.R. Smith. No offense, he does not have a very high. He didn't. Uh, basketball he didn't game IQ. one of the finals for sure. That's uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Zach was just making the LeBron meme that made its way around the internet of LeBron, like just hands up, kind of looks like Renaissance oh. art, just oh, right, right, in right, agony. Right, as right, right, right. Yeah. All that happened. Uh, that was rough. Now, I, I want to ask a question. Do you think, and this might be like crazy bonkers, I know that LeBron has a kid who's 15. No, they play together. Could they pull a Gordie Howe? And in the end of his career, he play a season Possibly. with with his kid. Possibly. Well, the thing uh, is, he's what fifteen. LeBron's got a four year deal, so he'd be thirty nine. Oh, well, he's got an option for the oh, fifth. Yeah. That's what LeBron's Wait. my age. Is that he's thirty two? No, he's thirty three. Thirty three. So he would be thirty seven at the end of the deal, or thirty seven. Yeah, not thirty nine. Four years. He would have to see how good his son is, and is he going to be drafted? Is he going to go to college? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. And or is he going to be good enough to go? Which you can't go over to the NBA. Still mm-hmm. have to play a year. So mm-hmm. would he do it? I think for the you know, I'm just I could pretty much do whatever he wanted yeah, to do if he was. But yeah, good. I guess the, the question is: in LA, is he going to be able to be like? Is he not only building like his brand? His brand's fine, but like you know, his broadcasting or right, acting career. The, yeah, I don't maybe set up to, his kid. That's what you know. Like, I, I think I his know. kid is more set up than we'd have to. You know, think right. of, feel bad for that because he could probably put him in the movies if he wanted to. Put him in the that you know as good well, as basketball. With going back to show. with going back to your first question, what city? Right, which city want to be? Yeah. There's a reason why L.A. was attractive to him. Right. That's the center of. I know with Netflix and you know the internet, you can really build your brand anywhere. Maybe Social exactly. media, you know, you could be a big star in Oklahoma City. You can be. It doesn't matter. But the center of power is still in Los Angeles, right. and there's no question that L.A. is the city to expand your footprint into the entertainment industry. Well, let's say though, the Knicks were close. You're in New York. Right. You got LA, you got New York City. I mean, you can, they're both major, the two major market cities. Where to build it, you can make movies in New York, you can do whatever you want to do, the same thing in LeBron. Where would you. That's a good point, but it's still like. It's okay, still LA. If I, you wanted to be, a, let's say you were in politics. You right. could work for the governor. You could work for like a senator. Yeah. Where would you rather be? You'd probably rather be in Washington. That's the center of right. power for right. centrally. So right. Like you can do it in New York, but it's still yeah. the centrality of power is in. I think LA. Yeah, the matters as opposed to saying he's a Laker as opposed to being a Nick. That's true. And it's like because the Lakers and the Celtics are the two powerhouse teams, so it's like he would rather kind of think be a Celtic than a. 
for now. It's true. Yeah. There, would, there would be something so cool about being the, the king of New York, especially knowing how much New York eats you alive one day. And I feel like you were more beloved in L.A. Just, you know, I, I, I don't know. It just seems like and the LeBron, yeah, if, if LeBron came to the, the Knicks, so they would never knock. You know, he wouldn't matter because they would, lo- they would have a chance would to have a win. A way to knock no, I mean, I, I think, though, the media would embrace him because at least it would be a shot that the Knicks are getting, you know, have done something major. Mm-hmm. They'd give him, because you see a lot of the articles written about him, what he's done, you know, from New York, talking about that he went to Miami, everybody killed him for that. But when he went to Cleveland and won and what he did, and now if he left, I think Nick fans would love it, if, if nothing else. To have LeBron every night to go to the Garden. Yeah. You know, to see him, you know. They love Jeremy Lin for like a week. There, <laughs> That's so. right. Jeremy mm-hmm. Lin was the biggest thing. He, he got a uh, got apartment in, what, Trump Tower at one point, too, didn't he? Or like some, mm-hmm. some great place, he, you know, I mean, for a while. I mean, he was taken in by everybody. They loved him. And now he's got traded again uh, from the Nets to, what, Houston or something? Or I don't know where Jeremy Lin is. I, don't know. You know, I know he was great? still playing. Yeah, Jeremy Lin got he just traded. He was with the Nets recently. last year. When yeah, we, he when just we, got traded when, yeah. not too long ago. When we saw. Uh, I can't remember where. America he, still has Lin Sanity. Lin Sanity, right. still on the shirts at Coles. He's in Atlanta. He he's got in traded Atlanta. to Atlanta. Forgive me. I, I, I said... Uh, Hot Atlanta Lin. Hot Atlanta Lin. <laughs> but so, you know, because LeBron is, let's say, the, the biggest star, but I think if we wanted just a, just a pivot off that to a, the biggest summer movie, Melissa, that's maybe coming out. Well, maybe, the biggest summer movie, in my opinion, let's, let's hear it. would be The Meg. The Meg. <laughs> All right. Could you give us a little... <laughs> Short for the Megalodon. For okay. those of you that you know are unfamiliar with this uh, wonderful movie coming out with uh, Jason Statham in it. Exactly. All right, we got Jason Statham. And this Statham. is the dude from The Office in it? I think so, yeah. Yes. I yeah. Think, yeah, Dwight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dwight is, uh, some, is. <laughs> submarine crew that is stuck at the bottom of the end of the ocean because you know how often that happens. I, I, don't, I, don't, want, I don't want to fact check you, <laughs> Melissa, but uh, the Megalodon, which is a prehistoric shark. Yeah, it is. Uh, not, uh, not it's right. an underwater research facility <laughs> that they're at. I'm sorry. Uh, cool. Which this just makes me feel like they're totally ripping off another movie, uh, Deep Blue Sea. Oh, they are. It was, absolutely. Apparently, this is based off of a novel. Off the novel. (laughs) Off the novel. The the Meg. Meg. Well, I can read a quick synopsis. Written by a 13-year-old. After escaping an attack by what he claims to be a 70-foot shark, Jonas Taylor, played by Jason Statham, must confront his fears. Now, first of all, does he have any fears, Jason Statham? I don't think he has any fears. fears, To save those trapped in a sunken submersible. That's what this is all about. Why is he the only one that could uh, save Because he's Jason Statham. <laughs> right. I think we, we know that. What is Jason Statham's I mean, profession in this, and why is he in the submarine? Sure Professional submarine rescuer. He's, uh, he called 911, and they called Jason Statham. Jason Statham just There's no one else that. to do this that isn't afraid of sharks. Yeah, the yeah, team. Well, he's confronting his fears here, he's so I don't know. He's oh, thank God. Fears. Who isn't scared shark. of a gigantic well, a shark? Well, shark might scare you. Uh, well, but who who wouldn't be scared of that? Well, <laughs> apparently it's even Jason Statham, so there is nobody uh, that would Former be Olympic diver maybe, Jason Maybe Statham. he did, uh, maybe after, maybe the prequel to this, there was a Queer Eye episode for uh, Jason Statham where Karamo takes him somewhere and has him confront his fears, and then that's how he's able to... 
eventually uh, fight the shark. That's how I'll get over spiders. Well, I'll just fight a giant spider. The, 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 the Fab Five. The can, Fab Five goes through anything. Yeah, no. I'd be down for the Fab Five running the country and the world writ large. I said that with the first Fab Five because I was yeah. where I found no, you were an original. way back. I don't mean to pivot from <laughs> the from the huge summer movie, Melissa. We can pivot on the huge no. summer show. What I have to tell you, <laughs> if the queer eyes built this, if you're not crying by the end of each you know, episode, you're dead. They inside. did a really good job. What What are we talking about? Queer Eye. Queer on Netflix. Eye. Are you what? No longer queer after the straight guy. I watched a little. It's just called Queer Eye. Is that all? First guys. They do everybody. I haven't seen any of this new one yet, though, but I'm sure it's great. I watched the first season of it. But you always remind me of Tan. Ah, uh, thank you, Tan France, <laughs> the fashion gay. Yeah, he does. Uh, well, you're fashion forward. I'm. I'm very. I think he does. Risks. He does a wonderful job getting people hooked up with good uh, clothes. Outfit. Yep. Uh, Mike, are you a fan of uh, <laughs> Never Watching? I, I love that Megalodon turned into us talking <laughs> yeah. about queer for the it was well, for hours. Two are just so, you know, they dovetail. Here's the thing: so it's just because the fact that like Jason Statham confronted his fear of you know <laughs> taking on a seventy foot seventy foot shark here because know, anyone could have as, that fear as that if you know board in, like, nobody as if not everybody in the world. Is not afraid of a seventy foot shark. I just don't like seventy foot sharks. Right. I'll tell you what. So it what came to my mind immediately shark. was Jason Statham, like how he got over that, and now the way in twenty eighteen, the way I feel like the only way people get over their fears is by Karamo visiting you and taking you to you know uh, a, a, a cliff or something of like immaculate that. gay men yeah. coming in and making everything better, so you feel that they revamp his life and then he's. Then they we're in the plot of the, the mag. They wouldn't even do They'd be like, you know, give us five minutes with this shark. We'll, we'll have his whole real life. We'll have a French shark on that <laughs> shark. We're all yeah. His job in this, he is a rescue diver, Jason. Uh, so wait, what the hell is fear is he overcoming? He's a damn rescue oh, diver. I, I, well, the fear of a 70-foot shark. I guess shark maybe the unimaginable <laughs> threat of a 70-foot long prehistoric. It's like he overcame his fear of nuclear annihilation. Like, what the hell? <laughs> a 70-foot shark. I've overcome my fear of getting stabbed you know with what? a knife. He's come across so many of them in his line of work that, you know, after a while... Most of his movies, he's always a tough guy. I think maybe he's trying to show that softer side. <laughs> this, but he does have a flaw. His love of the ocean. After, this is yeah, his right? Streisand moment. This, this is, is his Streisand moment. The Meg is him really opening it up and Showing those, that, those onion layers. So when is it due to come out? It's coming out in August, now. I believe, is the release date. Is it August 3rd? August 10th. Oh, August 10th. Is it August 10th? Yep. So exactly one it week. It got pushed, though. It might get pushed again. Who knows? That, that's coming out uh, October. That's how you know it's a good movie. <laughs> October 2021. Well, I'm still waiting for Mamma Mia 2 to come out. Hey, let me tell you what. You know, commercials for that for a year now. You know what's a really weird thing? I was reading a review, and they're like, Mamma Mia 2 is the movie we need now and for everyone. And oh let me tell you what. God. Mamma Mia 1 is unwatchable. <laughs> I never wanted to hear Pierce Brosnan sing. Oh, I we had talked him. about that. We have talked about that. Might have been in the yeah. lost episode. I think that might be lost. But also that English as a 15th language Stellan Sarsgaard sting. <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear that either. Well, I have a general rule. If you can't sing, don't sing in a movie. If you can't do an accent, don't do an accent if in a movie. If you're 007, don't ruin that image by just terribly belting out whatever uh, you thought singing well, was. The, the fact that like actors who can't sing sing often in movies bothers me. I don't mind that as much as, and and I, I probably shouldn't be, but actors who believe they need to be 
in a band and touring and then talk about that, but like that's as important. I don't mind that. The things they're in. <laughs> yeah, but if they, if they like to like do that, that's fine. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, well, it's like every singer wants to. Act I saw. Every look, actor I saw Joe Scarborough sing. live. Okay, so that's so it right there. I, I saw him live. <laughs> I was from me to you from Ronan Farrow as a result of that. Well, talking about so like guys that, moment if I was that actors that are in bands, though. Uh, Kevin Costner's in a new sh- TV show, Yellowstone. And he he plays all like own, his own music and he, wherever he <laughs> appeared. Like, they're shooting in Montana, I think, now. So he plays clubs there. He When he was shooting the movie, uh, Mr. Brooks, was it? When he mm-hmm. plays, the, I think it was in Atlanta. He went to clubs. He just, he just that plays, city he down. burns it was that like city Sherman down. Coming so a lot of these again. guys like to just, like you said, they want to just that they they got a band. Kevin Bacon does it. Uh, Jeff Daniels. Does Jeff Daniels <laughs> does it. I mean, it's crazy. All these guys just you know want to you know be something more because they can. People go see them. That's true. That's, well, the that's what they love to do. Like if you, no, like, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't if, if you're not getting the movie, I'm just saying it's it's kind of funny. That's all. Like it doesn't it doesn't ruin me, but it's like they like doing. It, the it former governor of Maryland, Martin O'Malley's in a band. <laughs> he thought he was going to be president. Well, <laughs> but there's a lot of a lot of you know people that have that they want to do. They're they're, they're multi threats. Tim Kane's always playing the harmonica. That guy's a double threat. Yeah, there, well, there you go. he can do that while wearing the the sweater vest. Yeah, or well, I don't know how much the, the Mike Huckabee plays bass. Mike Huckabee, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so other top, yeah, so you know, I'm fine with it. There's well, you know, everybody wants to see that they can do something else because they can because they have that. People are going to go see them on just out of curiosity too, though. Listen, you know, I mean, even they stink. I saw Kevin Costner play. Bernie Williams. Well, there's and an Ruben example. Blades. And Ruben Blades. Bernie Williams and Ruben Blades that. were in the band. Let's not miss that out. But but back to the Meg. I think that you should. Everyone, your homework assignment here is watch Deep Blue Sea. And who was in Deep Blue Sea? Just uh, first of all, Samuel. Thomas Jane. Oh, Samuel. One of the one of Samuel's best scenes is in that awful movie. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, is LL Cool J? Yes. Yeah, LL Cool J has Wait, a rap Jennifer song. Lopez in it? No, yeah. not Jennifer Lopez. LL oh, Cool J has a rap song for the movie where he says, "Deepest bluest, <laughs> my hat is like a shark's fin." And cool. if you want to hear a bad song. I you know what's bad like I don't know what you're talking bad, about. That's not, not, good. Not, not, not like good. not 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 power bad. I'm talking like this is bad. Oh, we're talking it's not like okay. This is not bad hombres. This is a bad song. This is this just is terrible. Just terrible. What's crazy is that today's generation will never know that LL Cool J is one of the greatest rappers of all time. <laughs> I don't know. That's great. At his best in the eighties, he was important. Yes, LL Cool J is one of the most important hip hop figures. Well, there's a guy that went from singing to acting. Yeah, but not well. Like, yeah, I love LL Cool He was cool in SWAT. Mike, no, SWAT. SWAT is great. We did see him in SWAT, Mike and I. If you look at Colin the launchpad for SWAT, yes. like, the bad guy in SWAT is now Hawkeye in all of the Marvel movies. Like, he is... Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, and I, of course... Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Was, obviously, like, everybody in that movie is great. What? Colin Farrell was in it. John Colin Farrell. Farrell. Was SWAT, I'm telling you, Special Weapons and Tactics. It was a good. It was what? actually it was a very. I liked it a lot. I, I, based on a true story. Based on <laughs> based on, <laughs> based on <laughs> actual SWAT. SWAT teams. Much like Megalodon. Uh, and 
Mr. Samuel L. Jackson was in it also. Yeah. So there you go. I right really there. have to tell you, what is this episode about? I don't... We lost... You know what? I've, I found the thread of this episode. I've, it's really about have. power. The it concept is about power. of well, power. Got power. power. Okay. This mag- I have a past his prime. Oh, <laughs> okay. I, yeah, middle of the show. The NBA. I just realized Tony uh, was it Tony Parker's on the Hornets. Uh, like okay, everybody's Mike. Okay, I'm, just, I'm bringing it. It's crazy. Everything's uh, that's the that's so. The are you saying the, 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 the NBA? Oh, so that's the whole. That, yeah, that's the whole. Uh, that's the point. Of the I got a pass this time. Have you seen? Has anybody seen the the trailer for um, the the Tim Robinson with with Ian McGregor? He's playing the, you know, like Winnie the Pooh. He's playing like an oh, adult you, Tim uh, Robinson you, or whatever. You mean Christopher Robinson? Yeah, Christopher, yeah, I, mean, you I, I would see a movie where Hugh Gregor <laughs> still plays a very much a live actor, Tim <laughs> Robinson. No. Christopher Robin? <laughs> are we, are we, yeah, I could see that being. Right? I will, I will <laughs> straight up see the <laughs> yeah. shit out of that movie. No way. So creepy. Oh, yeah. That's, live That's a midlife <laughs> crisis if I've ever seen one right there. Hey, Christopher Robin and Tim Robbins are having this like going for the money grab. <laughs> what was that, that movie inside the mind of John Malkovich? What was that movie? That, that being John yeah, Malkovich. Being John Malkovich. That's, so that's maybe, maybe being Tim Robbins. Being Tim Robbins. <laughs> it's an artsy Of course. Played by not Tim Robbins. <laughs> by not Tim Robbins, right. I think I've been able to find Some out guy who looks like where the ADD crisis in this country comes right from. Right here? This podcast? The way this... Yeah. We well, you know what it is? We've got a lot of different Squirrel. ideas. Well, this happens when when you don't have like uh, a, a lot going on, a big sports <laughs> thing going on right now. Football yeah, camps true. are going to open. So, so this is what you do. Well, you vamp about it. anything you can talk about because nothing. I mean, we if, don't, if you turn the NFL network right now, it's basically yeah, this. Yeah, Just a bunch of guys like, so did you see that thing? Oh, wait, no, but no, yeah, but like we <laughs> have NFL training camps open like soon, right? In another week. Yeah, week, but yeah. the thing is, That's we don't. Great. We don't get into... Well, we won't get into the NFL. T.O. talking about the Meg. Here's what I have to ask you. Okay. You... Now, Terrell Owens got into into the Hall of Fame. Made the Hall of Fame. Made a big deal about wasn't in, wasn't in, wasn't in. Finally gets a chance to be inducted into the Hall of Fame and says, I'm not going. I'm going to go to the University of Chattanooga where I went. I played... College boy, I absolutely love it. If, if if you thought Melissa, you were entitled to getting into like the Academy Award, uh, getting an award, and didn't get it, and then finally you get it, and then say, you know what, screw it, fuck them. Would you? I love it. Would you go and and rip them for not picking you, or do what this man's doing and saying, you know what, I finally got into the Hall of Fame. But I'm not going to go talk that day. I'm going to go to the school that I went to. What you I think it's a pretty good bird. That's a solid burn right there. Especially because yeah. he was treated, I think, really unfair by the press his entire career. Right. The fact and the fact that oh, because he didn't have a good relationship with him, right. and they kept him out of the Hall of Fame for a year when the guy is the second or third greatest receiver right. ever to play. I think it's such bogus. It, Fuck you hey, guys. George C. Scott did the exact same thing at the Oscars. He said, "This is kind of bullshit." Like you shouldn't give me an award for just nothing because he didn't send. Like he didn't do what Marlon Brando did. He said like there's bigger things in the world. You know what? I've been I right. get nominated and win. Like what's the point? You know like. But this is a but, better fuck you. But what I'm saying is, To said I belong in the Hall of Fame. I he should does. be. In the, I'm not, I'm just saying. But now then you get into it, Mike. You what do you think? Would you 
You think that's uh, bogus, a burn? What What do you think that is? Just I him? think it's just him being cocky, but that's how he is. That's, that's how he plays. It is game. the most T.O. way to get into the Hall of Fame. You know what? How, you watch, we watched T.O. See, I have career. no idea who How else is? would he go into the Hall of Fame? I have no idea if it's within his character. But, look, he's a <laughs> great receiver. A lot of guys have been not gotten in the first ballot. A lot of guys have had problems with the press and whatever. Look, you don't want to, his bus is still going to be there. So it doesn't matter. I, mean, I hope it's shirtless. I hope it's a whole body. But I is hope it, the bus is T.O. doing But is it going to be, I mean, to me, it makes no difference. That is a T.O. That's a T.O. thing. He wanted to. But are you offended by it? Are you like, oh. I didn't, I figured he would do either that or he would get up and say it's about time and he would talk like, you know, <laughs> but like that type of thing. So maybe it's just better that he goes and gives a speech where he went to college and he thinks that's, you know, the way to do it to me. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. Is there something actually going on at the college just there, or did T.O. just be like, I'm going to show up, and you better have a podium for me? I think it was <laughs> just that they're going to do the... He, I think he approached the college, and they're going to do it. They're going to have something so he's for he's going to throw day. himself an anti-Hall of Fame party. <laughs> well, it sure does give uh, the University of Chatt- I think Tennessee at Chattanooga yeah. a, uh, a platform to have, hey, we got a Hall of Famer that would rather come here than go to the... National football. That's pretty football. awesome and really good. If it actually does something positive for for like the University of Chattanooga, that's something more like than one of the, the greatest the, if it, higher learning. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, the NFL is pretty awful. Like for some stuff they do, they're 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 not a great organization. So if if a small college covering up studies about people's brain injuries, <laughs> yeah. totally ethical. <laughs> yeah, I do that. You know, Dad. I, I I know we've talked about this offline, but I want your opinion on this. Because we talk backstage. We, we, we did. Well, you're, we did appreciate. You are also my father in real life, not just on this podcast. Not just on the podcast. And what you're I my want, father just on what I want to, <laughs> what I want to know is interesting from your point. Because a lot of parents are struggling with this now. There's the public information about right. CTE, and there are declining, you know, people playing people playing football. football. Right. If that study were out when I wanted to play, right? What would you? What I would have left it up to you. Before Stephen hired, I would have left it up to you to, to see. Still, Thank even you. knowing everything, even knowing everything, You're because a bad parent. <laughs> if I took it away from you, that, that you really, really loved it, I would talk it over with you and say, "This is what." Right, the risks are, but as your career, let's say your career was going to college and you were going to play right. the pros, I would have been more, you know, diligent maybe to read up even more about it. But right. when you stopped playing and after high school, you know, and you said you didn't even you like we said, oh, remember we were saying to you maybe you can walk on at Albany maybe if you wanted to. Wow. At that point, we were like, yeah, because we thought you loved it that way, because you really a drink slept it. I wouldn't. I couldn't take that away from you, knowing the risks of, mm-hmm. of you know. I mean, if I had said to you, no, 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 then that would have been something that I wouldn't have felt right about doing. If you, if we had discussed everything, all the options, you could get hurt. You could, but you could have broken a leg. You could have broken an arm. You could have, yeah. you know. Look, twenty, thirty years down the road, I hope you know nothing from right. you know, but. I don't think it would have been. I would have had to leave it up to you at that point. If all the safety was done, I thought some of the coaching. I would have liked to look at it better. That from like the tackling perspective, at the whole thing that was going on there, and some of the games. Same question. Yeah, knowing the risks. 
Because you have still allowed me to be an ROTC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to my life and life. Yeah, you had more of a risk <laughs> of getting hurt being an ROTC than you were playing <laughs> football. Well, the good thing about that is the way, like, Steven and Mikey carried on the tradition of ROTC, you know? Hey, listen, like, listen, they were lineages Mikey, and they were actively... Mikey lasted, working. what, a half semester? In uh, it? That's a year and a half. A year and a half? It was that long. Yeah. You lasted... You were. You wouldn't Steve even go to ROTC. Steve. You never even went. Oh, you're the guy who used to pants the ROTC guy. And <laughs> Melissa was heavily courted. But never joined. She and was. She said, you know what? I, "I never pushed it. I never <laughs> pushed it." <laughs> but it's tough. Uniform, you didn't want the legacy target stack. I, I, I you know what? Yours. And, and yours just, alone. D- knowing all those risks, you still let me play. And I still let history you. will uh, debate if that was a right or wrong choice. We're an ROTC unit, you know, and thank you for your service. No children, still let me go to school. You know how many people used to ask me how you were doing, as if you were. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's fine. The word most injured Zach got was when he tripped at Comic Con. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, there's a soda machine and a concussion that I've yeah. received. Thank you very much. Thank you for bringing up Comic Con because Melissa, you brought up a point last night about it that getting tickets yes. for this or what? Yeah. The, how this whole I'll never be able to go to Comic Con again now. I used to get the tickets like the day of going, bing, bam, boom, done. And now it's what you gotta go online. You gotta do all this stuff. You gotta—I mean, really, Comic Con for me was always a thing where it's like, oh, the day of someone's like, hey, you wanna go to Comic Con? Yeah, I wanna go to Comic Con, and then I go to Comic Con. Now what? I gotta play it. And and I hear like they don't even really care about that when you go. So when you when you go, go it, it, it as long as you got that ticket, they don't care. Yeah, it's it's prior to it. There might I'm, there might be the way that Michael and I have worked that there might be an extra ticket somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but um, uh, I thought you lost your ticket. What happened? I, one of them was was taken away. It's it's really why annoying. you paid for it. No, I paid. I was refunded, but they couldn't. They didn't like the way the fan verification worked. It's really weird. It's like yeah. I feel like Comic Con. I'm sure Melissa, you feel this way too. It's like it's the one situation where I got to be. It was like I was into the band before it was cool. Yeah, I right. never because I went there before. You know, before there were lines to be in it. I, I was there. Yeah. Me, Pat, and Brad saw the commercial for New York Comic Con on the Sci Fi Channel the Thursday before it opened. We went on a Saturday. We walked in. Mm-hmm. It was us and the New York Times travel show at, at within the same area of the Javits Center. Mm-hmm. We walked right in. We paid like twenty five bucks, and you know Peter Dinklage, who's now on Game of Thrones, was doing a panel in a place that you now have to wait in line a day for. Right. I, I, we just walked in, and he was talking about the Chronicles of Narnia <laughs> movie that he was in, probably regretting most of the choices <laughs> he made in his career that led him to that moment. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I now, sat though, there. Now you can make money just going all around the circuits doing that. Oh, you can make stupid money going around the, the Comic-Con circuits. What I recommend for you, Melissa, is we go to smaller cons, mm-hmm. like Rhode Island, which is really cool, and Connecticut, which is the first one. You, that was the first one you went to, was Connecticut. Yeah, it was. And, uh, did you do one, and Philly. one they did in like, Albany at, like, uh, like in the Marriott. Or was that Albacon? Albacon. Albacon. Well, it's like anything. We close at five. You know, it's a good free. idea, then it just becomes huge. Well, you know what? People that are like, it's something that you're not into, but you have to, it's like cool to be there. Like, you know what I mean? Where some people were really into it. It was like a a closed thing. And I guess, you know. Yeah, now more, you can be anybody at a con. Before, it was just like, you know, the, the people that were really into it. And every, 
They would have, like, the comedians that would do just the, the Yu-Gi-Oh jokes and everything. Mm-hmm. But now, uh, now it doesn't matter. Now it's so mainstream that anybody could go to a con. Pat wore a, a Kelly Kapowski t-shirt from Saved by the Bell. Right, right. And, like, five people were like, that's the coolest t-shirt I've ever seen. Right. And, like, it's like that Comic-Con has got little to do with comics and it's everything to do with entertainment. Because geek right. culture is now pop culture. Did you... What was your first year going, Mike, to Comic-Con? Uh, I want to say, like, seven years ago. But it's, it's been that long, seven years? Yeah, so you were 14, long. then, when you went yeah, to the first Yeah, year. yeah, yeah. It's got a pretty cool family. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been how many now? Uh, I went to... Uh, you've been seven years in a row, yeah, though. Oh, so you didn't miss any... again uh, this year. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize it was that many years that he went. The best time I've ever had is when... Stephen joined us in the last minute. I went, yeah. And I went in 2011, the, yeah. So that was a crazy, what did you get, fun did you, year. Did you dress up as anything? No. You dressed up every year, Michael? Yes. As different... Well, every year except my first year. Okay. The only time I overlapped was the Show of the Dead twice. Everything else was well, a different thing. That's such a good movie. you gotta, was, yeah, yeah, you got to pay homage to that. You've gone how many times? I've gone like... Maybe like four or five times. Oh, you've but been that, there? that was back like because I went to all like back before it was before it was big, before uh-huh. it was a thing. Me and Melissa were both at the first one mm-hmm. in really? New York. Yeah, we we met. We didn't even know we were there each other, <laughs> and we saw each other at the line. I was in the line for the Venture You're Brothers, yeah. and Melissa walked by because she was meeting Seth Green at something, and then Seth Green walked by. No, I didn't get to do that. Yeah, Seth Green exactly. walked by. And so she was, was going to meet Seth Green, and she didn't see him, she, and she you did? She was going to see a different who panel. Who we were had you to go to a, a, We went to it already in the morning, and one of my friends wanted to go to a Gaia panel, mm-hmm. and they wanted to go to it twice. I'm like, come on, I want to go to Robot Chicken. So I'm hoping, like, we're oh, trying to get out Robot early Chicken's to fun. run over there. And I run out, and it's over with, and I hear from Zach that he met him, and oh, I could have oh. thrown her off a bridge. And, and, I, and I met him, he <laughs> randomly was... You, you couldn't have been older than... Yeah, I was like 13. This yeah, she, she was in, like, yeah, club nerd. middle high school. <laughs> Who went with you? We went with, like, it was that club nerd that I did. We all kind of... Was there know, adult supervision at this time? You're 13 going out of the city? I, maybe I should have been more of a learner. Maybe I shouldn't have worried about CTE as much as I should have worried about my group of people. 13. Yeah, but you're, so what, what ages were you? 13? I mean, they were older because it was all of high school. They were, they were oh, older. Okay. I was just, you know, one of the younger kids. Maybe I should have been more there. concerned about maybe. CTE. Yeah. Maybe than, you should have worried a little bit about kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different story. Sounds Man, I was, was a bad parent. Was delightful. Yeah. I'm sure he was. I got a kid with I, maybe CTE, and my daughter I let them walk the streets of New York at 13. Uh, I got a paddle was on that night when I got home, and I just, I screamed. I was like, no, it was the only time I couldn't movie. watch that movie. Great movie. It was like, there's no way. And the night I didn't meet Without a paddle? Movie. Yeah, without a paddle. Oh, no, I was like, no, thank you. Can't do it. That's one of Mikey's top tens, I believe. I love that movie. It's one of Mikey's <laughs> top ones. Mikey's movie. Mikey's got John Wick. Uh, now is like probably up there too because in, uh, in John Wick three it would kind of be like I'm curious about that show is he in it and what role is like he playing it? He's like a producer, I think. <laughs> like the, what? How is it a John Wick show without John Wick? It's about the Continental. Okay. Stupid question. Hotel Artemis is that in the John Wick universe or is that a different thing entirely? What? What is that? Is this heard? movie about it? Oh, Jodie Foster, Day, Charlie Day. 
Jeff yeah. Goldblum. It's, it's like a hotel for Hitman. There's a Sean Wake cinematic universe. They're trying to build because it's going to be a TV show. The JWCU. <laughs> it definitely looks what like the fuck. Everything's got a cinematic universe now, which is a kind of a terrible idea. The John Wick cinematic universe. They're trying well, to do that shit with James Bond, and that's not smart. Yeah. That's just not a good idea. The, oh my god! Can I, I, I give hate you, when they do that. I'm yeah. sorry. Can I give you a How little? How people uh, gonna keep up with all that? The hotel oh, artist is coming out in 2018. It's already out. It, it came and went. It's set in a riot torn near future Los Angeles. Hotel Artemis follows the nurse who runs a secret members only emergency room for criminals. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what that show. That's what that movie. No. So, so, I, so I guess okay. It's not in the John Wick. So it's a, they say it's in the not too distant future. You want to know who, who some of the people in it? Zachary Quinto. Well, I know. Zach, you're in it. I was Jeff <laughs> Goldblum. Anything. I'll watch anything with Jeff Goldblum. Sterling K. Brown and Jodie Foster. As That's actually nurse. a heavy hitter cast. That's a big cast. David Batista is also in it. When did they it really come out? Didn't look bad. Charlie when did it come out? Beginning of summer. Definitely reasonable. Oh, I didn't even. It got seven point six out of ten rating here, oh. so I don't. I don't know if. Uh, yeah, I think Jodie Foster is. Uh, you, we're talking about Academy Award winner, which was funny. We we're talking about Academy Award winners last night that have done Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> Listen, we get it. You guys hung out last night. No, well, <laughs> you know, but it's just funny that how many people that Adam Sandler gets in his. Jack if Nicholson. We, if we could talk guy. about Al Pacino. <laughs> Al Pacino, who I had on my list of top four, forgetting that he did the movie when Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. <laughs> did one of the worst episodes. Maybe I should have gotten taken off of that. Right? We all have Netflix. We all have Netflix. Quick plug. Watch the new Jim Jeffrey stand-up. There's an amazing... I was I watched it. Crazy. I watched, it. Really I watched that, that story he tells yeah. him and Warren Beatty. He does a really good impression of him, too. He like, does the really good impression. He was doing the impression. I'm like, that's actually not bad. I'm like, it sounds a lot like Al Pacino. It wasn't that bad. I watched it. It wasn't that. I'd never heard this guy before. So he, You've never heard him? I've never heard him before. Oh, he's so he's a little, uh He's a little out there. Oh, he's a little blue. He, a little blue. But, and I, that I'm not the biggest Jim Jeffrey fan. You're not? Yeah, but Steven okay. did watch. I watched George Lopez last night. The Wall, <laughs> building that build that wall. He was that was actually really great. George Lopez. <laughs> I'm sorry, have you watched that, Mikey? Yeah, I watched it like three times. Mikey's the George that Lopez super fan. <laughs> well, Mikey used to love the George Lopez show. That quick plug for the George Lopez <laughs> show. It's the Jorge Lopez. <laughs> New season <laughs> coming to Netflix. I uh, yeah. Hope. <laughs> no, there's not. It's not gonna be Fuller House. The Georgia Lopez. House, yeah. Three. The Georgia Lopez. Lopez. <laughs> Georgia Lopez. <laughs> he started, you know. Yeah, right. George and his Lopez's. <laughs> it was funny that. Oh, that made me laugh way more than it should have. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show. Georgia Lopez. <laughs> George Lopez. There's more George. But I'll tell you, it's him and George Costanza. It's a, it's a side <laughs> I can't like listen. I like George Lopez a lot, but there could be no more dad stand up than George Lopez. And like, <laughs> how funny was he? I was left my ass off. Man. He was hilarious. He, it, it's a very funny special. I watched it. It is very it's very so funny. Good. It's very very. Funny. I, I you know what's one of my Carlos Mencia steals it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was he had a career of just drifting off George Lopez and Josh or not Josh Rogan, Joe Rogan, friend of the pod. Yeah, wound up uh, just calling him on it. Joe Rogan was like, dude, he took 
Mencia was at uh, a Lopez rehearsal, and he was rehearsing for one of his big shows. Mencia cut 11 minutes straight from Lopez's bit and just did it. Really? He had one of his guys there taping it, and he just took... Wow. How did this come out? I mean... Because Rogan called out Mencia... And showed him the tape. He said, this is 11 minutes from... And not all of the 11 minutes that Mencia cut right. from Lopez's rehearsal was in Lopez's final set. Oh, but he okay. did the show and maybe eight or nine minutes nine of it. Minutes but really? most of it was just... Mencia took 11 minutes straight wow. from his rehearsal and just put it in his own I show. never knew... I, I knew Carlos Mencilla. They started calling <laughs> yeah. him that. But was is he still... Doing this I think now? this kind of like ruined his career. You know what? I feel like though everybody gets rumored to steal jokes, and yeah, I mean like that's yeah, but this kind was, of the territory. I know he blatant. definitely did it way. This was blatant. Like every comedian steals something from other comedians. Right. Right. You know, there's ideas. There's right. like yeah, ideas, ideas that like they yeah. generally do. Right. But this guy literally just copy paste eleven minutes, and then he also did this other. I can't think of his name, but there was another guy, and, and Rogan kind of exposed the whole thing. Because Joe Rogan does stand up too. Does he? Do stand-up? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, he does, does because we were, went to Chicago a couple of years ago and he was playing at a theater. And he's actually like, Joe got Rogan like, is like he's got like a huge following because like his podcast like is podcast, yeah. yeah. Well, it's huge. I mean, it's not our numbers, but it's up no, there. It's not. <laughs> I mean, it's, right. it's it's up there. Yeah, um, I mean, we don't want to have any. We don't want to put anybody yeah. in our category just yet because no. it's you know we've been you know we're we're big we're big time. Speaking of big time, yes. Big I'm sorry. Big time rush. B- big, big time, time rush. rush. Big time Hollywood. Big time in Hollywood. Uh, guys, the number one show on late night has officially ended. Yeah. Uh, the good gentlemen, Jesus and Marrow, have they're moved on to a showtime. showtime. yeah. But their show is now off the air, and there's there's a Never big was. hole. So what are they going to do, though? It's only weekly on showtime? It's going to be weekly half t- half an hour That's episode. So where they they more were money, in, obviously. What were they on? What network? They were on Vice. Oh, okay. But yeah, oh, they, they got a lot more money, and they were very vocal about that. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> but they wanted to still do the Vice show. They just wanted to do the one, and then Vice apparently scuttled it. Vice didn't want them doing the show. Yeah, it was like, you're our intellectual property. You That's watched it, Melissa? Yeah, I see it. Mikey never. No, I liked him. They were really so, good. So they're what were they on eleven o'clock every night. Eleven o'clock Thursday every night. And they'd always Friday. start the show with number one show on late night. Yeah. So I think that we're the number one podcast on the internet. Yeah, just we might as well. We should just throw start, that out there. Start saying number one podcast on the internet to honor these. It's not hurting yeah. anybody. We're the number one podcast on Apple, where Apple is the fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, Apple as in the fruit. We're the number one podcast that Apple's listened to. And Stephen, why don't you just expand on that since you brought that up, Melissa, where we can be found now. Yeah, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, pretty much anywhere you get your SoundCloud, your podcast. Follow us on Snapchat. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to get a Facebook page soon. Is that what we're doing? Or I'm going to add more money soon. We're working sure. on that. Well, contracts will be discussed after our... First, we, we, we see how our, our the first yeah, book so comes easy. out with it. Like it's like four months. Squarespace, Warby Parker, Casper Mattress. We will uh, and, and Stamps dot com. We will gladly take any, any of your money. Any of those. We will we will plug it. We can all read copy. Just just it let does. us know. Those are the, the <laughs> podcasting <laughs> sponsors can, du jour. Whatever need be done, we can do. You know, I have no problems with that. I have no problem with that whatsoever. 
So this has been kind of all over the map, this podcast. Mm-hmm. It really has been. But I think it's been a good... I, it's, I think it's good. I think that because we, we haven't been around for <laughs> so, a while. This is how doubtful we are in this episode. During it, we have to discuss, was it any good? No, no. I'm just saying. We've been kind of like all over, but that's what you We're can expect. Script, you can expect with this podcast. Was We're not this gonna, episode good? Was this right? There'll be no voting brought into it. Let me tell you what. Last week's episode, or the last episode, the lost episode, was gold. You don't know how much you Oh, that was gold. If you guys can imagine the opposite. (laughs) If you guys can imagine. Luckily, we don't have to. I almost didn't come back for this podcast. We were kind of all over that one also. but Yeah, but that one was better than this one. So if you guys can imagine an episode. Wow, that's a harsh. The opposite of this one. That I think this episode. one is. I think this one is very good. It just shows that we can talk about pretty much everything. Anything. Listen, Steve. If I'm putting my name on something, we you, can you go from sure you know, sports entertainment right. to whatever. And we need football back too to help us, you know, get through the baseball season until the playoffs start because that's all that really matters, right? Yeah. This true. is what happens when there's no sports. But let, let's let's just see or really good movies. Yeah. Let's just see though what we've the arc of this episode. Start with power. Mm-hmm. Correct. There's a brief and boring bit about the World Cup. I, I yeah, that was pretty about, short. I didn't uh, know where we left off. Uh, it, it happened. England did. Eh. It's been a couple of it weeks, so we don't want to, yeah. you know, what I mean, yeah. make the English um, people feel any worse yeah. about them losing. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, LeBron, LeBron, Lakers. Where would you like to play? Then we veer, and it gets great. Megalodon. Yes. Queer eye for the straight guy. Mm-hmm. Queer, queer eye. Mm-hmm. Origin <laughs> stories. Shambles, but then it's just all—it's all in the weeds after that. It's all CTE, Tyrell Owens, Terrell, or Ty- Terrell. Terrell, or his brother Tyrell from the house. Tyrell, the house. He's, he's really into Game of the Thrones. House of Lannister. There was a, there was some good uh, good points here in this one. I think we have to. <laughs> Are we now doing our post <laughs> Like no, we're doing the after show while we're doing the, the show. We're on a medium that, that we can't get canceled, but some governing body might <laughs> cancel might us. say after this episode, we might be canceled. This is, are you kidding? This is gold right here. This is podcast gold we're doing. Apple is shut down. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Apple is SoundCloud. No data high. infringement or <laughs> no, anything yeah, right. could shut down Apple. This podcast this might. might. We, we did not. Did we talk about the Equalizer though coming out? Equalizer we, two. No, mentioned we didn't, it. I guess. Did no. we, Zach? You've heard what? Good, bad about? I've I've not heard much good about the Equalizer two electric boogaloo. What I've heard is that <laughs> Tim Cook. <laughs> The CEO of Apple will personally <laughs> intervene to get us thrown off. To get of us Apple. thrown off. He will personally we'll intervene. Put it in Apple this is itself. screw it. Check out SoundCloud. This is gold. This is gold we're doing here right now. I, I, I'm personally loving this episode. I, I think it's good, man. We're all over it. We're all. We've covered every base you could possibly cover here. Super yeah. base. I mean, you have. Is there something that we're missing that you wanted to bring up besides right. a, a cogent Just plot? Cheered. About, you know, I mean, you bring up that CTE point that you brought everybody down about. I mean, let's that. not bring like, up who lost the episode. That was <laughs> yeah, so right. This episode is a good have. metaphor for what CTE must be like. <laughs> partially <laughs> just thoughts <laughs> shooting into your head. Thoughts coming just in. Just an asinine thing. Do people do. choose to do Thoughts <laughs> coming out. 
I mean, we don't need downers here. Because is that why you lost the previous one too? You didn't think it was any good, so you're just no. Like, I actually like that. One. We're gonna record them, and then he's. I like, actually like that one. Too. Yeah, actually, actually you're saying you didn't like this one. Uh, it's it's just nagging this episode. He's, he's gonna he's gonna undersell it so that when people come in, right. like, wow. They really hit their stride. You're bringing it down, bro. You're bringing us down now. I, I feel they got their is, local on the we get peak. We could only go down from here. That's right. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> right. Tipping point. We are we are at our peak bad. So <laughs> we can only go better <laughs> by going. This less is well, worse. you know, maybe if you brought less something worse. to the table to to <laughs> change it. But you, this direction, I think it's going fine. I think we've okay. we've covered a lot of bases. It's like that meme where the dog is drinking coffee in the house and it's on fire, and the dog's like, "This is fine." <laughs> <laughs> That's been this episode. Uh, like they cut the, like the dog, just you know. It's also, the closest metaphor of my life. But, but, Meg. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, you know, there's a lot of hit and misses in summer movies and whatever. But this could be a blockbuster, and you're going to miss the boat on. Could, you know, this could could be. Be. No, I'm on the boat. I'm already on the You're boat. You're on it with it. So, if, you know what I mean? It maybe if O'Brien rather than killing it, I think he should This is so meta because this was a recap episode and now we're recapping the recap, recap. episode. Aren't these all essentially recap episodes in some way? Like we recap. Welcome back to Talking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a commercial break. Right. So, so to guide you. We've um, done great things today. It really has. I don't know if I'd say great things. We've, we've talked done to, things today. We've talked about a lot of issues. CTE. CTE. Stephen brought up to bring the whole room down there for one thing. I don't think I brought anybody down. <laughs> I'm glad that you played. This is the most press the Meg has got. Because yeah, I haven't seen, get. besides the preview, <laughs> I haven't seen anything for that movie. That's and the fact that it came up. here was one thing that was like, people were so surprised because like a commercial came out that had more than like, they're like, finally a commercial came out that gave us like more than just the preview. So people are excited about that. So. I would say people are excited <laughs> If you like 70 foot sharks, you got so something like to go there. Sharks seven times bigger. Like Jaws. Shark Week's out now, right? Okay. <laughs> the Meg Week. What? Zach's going to save the podcast. For, for yes, for the 30th anniversary of Shark Week. Yeah. To tie everything together. Yes. Shaq is hosting the yes. entire week. Shaq Week. It's Shaq Week. Shaq Week. <laughs> now they, Shaq Shark Week. I want to host Shaq Week. <laughs> <laughs> How about Shaq Khan? <laughs> I love that Shaq Shaq I like that Shaq hosts Shark Week. I loved when Rudy Giuliani hosted Mob Week on AMC. <laughs> That's a real thing that happened in Google television it. history. Uh, well, he one was, of those was much less damaging. How we made his bones, Rudy Giuliani. He brought the. He was a big mob uh, prosecutor. Yes, That's Rudy Giuliani. Rudy That's, G. Rudy G brought down a lot of big kingpins. I'll tell you, I love him for his acting. Career. Jim Comey brought down a lot of Jim, uh, mob, mob kingpins. Uh, he was in. Let's not forget, he does. He did act in a Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, best supporting actor, best supporting actor in an Adam Sandler movie. Right, Rudy G, which I'm sure he'll be on all the Sunday shows this week. <laughs> Talking because about he does. He'll talk serious. about anything. He will, look. As James Comey said, the most dangerous place in New York is between Rudy Giuliani and a microphone. <laughs> he will get to anywhere. But we don't. No, this. That's. I'm just. We're just throwing out the news there. We're just throwing it. out We're the not news there. Commenting on it. Just don't be afraid. So you've been. 
like kind of down on this episode, Steve. <laughs> You've been kind of you've been kind of harsh. You kind of put the pin in the balloon. I think we had something going there. I was just saying it's good that we're all back together. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've been, it's been like three or four, I think it's been like three weeks though, right? Four weeks more. It's been four weeks and we all just took such lavish vacations that we right. came back here. And so, you know, what takes it, you know, you got to get back in the swing Dubai, of it. Dubai, Turks and Caicos. Mikey came all the way down to, you know. Mike's got a De Niro face on right He's now. going, he's like, I think he's like a little upset that you uh, were ripping the podcast. the podcast. I think this is the most <laughs> silent Michael has been in a podcast. Yeah, that's why it's just like we I'm used to at least. I'm used to at least. Well, he's upset. The lost episode is lost. There's no anger. There's no. Struck. There's no fight okay. there for it. There was one episode where Mike. There was maybe an hour. Mike was 40 minutes railing against Kevin Durant. Oh, that was the. Is that the first episode that didn't I air? don't remember, but it I was. I think uh, that was the one that didn't air. That was a Durant. You're always, yeah, you're always screwing with us. It's the the most I've uh, heard you talk in your yeah, in Mike your life. Went, <laughs> Mike was a little annoyed at that. But what it, is that you're wearing around your neck, Mike? Uh, okay. It's a just a little. It's like a it's the it's the cross of Jesus Christ. The crystal. <laughs> oh, it's a crystal. That's for good, it's a crystal for good luck. Okay. I make my own luck. Billy Zane, Titanic. That's always good. Oh overrated, God. by the way, that movie. Yeah, <laughs> <it's> overrated. <laughs> Absolutely, I just love going to see that. did nothing with. Let's did you? Did you like that movie? Not really. No. The movie. You know, horrible. when you were a kid, you like, but no. Right, as you watched it now, no. that movie does not. First Your of all, when you know the ending, big time. That you know, the iceberg's going to win it every yeah. time. <laughs> Listen, I'm a zaniac from way back, so I'm not going to hear a bad word. And, and to just quote, one other thing: to okay. quote the great Lavar Ball, the Titanic is undefeated, never lost. <laughs> <laughs> the Titanic. I mean, the, the iceberg. Excuse me, the right, Titanic. The, the, the iceberg. Yeah, we got a quote in that. The iceberg is undefeated, never lost. <laughs> See, maybe if he would say one on one. He would. Ne- he's never lost to anybody. He's undefeated, never lost. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Maybe if you brought this kind of energy to the beginning of the podcast, yeah, maybe we had a, that like train that. going okay. rather than the rail. Yeah, this would be another lost episode. Did that win the Oscar for Best Picture? It won like eleven Oscars. Yeah, it was like crazy. That and and the Lord of the Rings drinking won most Oscars. Didn't that beat like what did it? What was up that year? Oh, was it 1997? Did that, was that the, did that, no, that didn't beat Saving Private Ryan. No, um. Uh, uh, Shakespeare in Love beat Saving no, Private Ryan. No, no, it was, uh, the movie that's now problematic, uh, American, uh, American Beauty. American Beauty. Be, be, and, and you can look at the longevity of, uh, the stars of that movie. Uh, Tom Hanks, still delightful. Kevin Spacey, super duper creepo. So wait, no, Kevin. Wait, wait Tom Hanks was in American Beauty. No, it was in, it was in Saving Private Ryan. Well, uh, duh. But I'm saying, I'm saying, if you look at the, oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. So, Titanic beat Saving Private Ryan, no, or Shakespeare no. in Love beat Saving Private Ryan. Shakespeare, no, no. Neither of those movies beat Saving Private Ryan. American Beauty beat Saving Private Ryan. Titanic, I don't even remember. No, American Beauty did not beat Saving Private Ryan. I would, I would bet yes, you a million dollars because I was so angry. Us. I'm going to Saving Private Ryan right now. You were so now. angry. I, I just hope. I was so angry at that movie. I was like, that movie kind of sucked. Luckily, we can get instant answers yep, on and, it. And so. this is just podcast gold right now. 
I, I enjoyed it, Mary. So, but I enjoyed okay. Did you enjoy Saving, Saving Private Ryan? Ryan? Okay, so yes. we're going cool. to awards. 1998. It was the year that uh, Titanic. Um, okay, Best Picture. Best Picture nominees, 1998. We've got a, got a research team on it. Kate it's, Winslet it's, won for Best Actress. No one's doubting the Titanic won everything. We're actually no, solving the debate. Okay, so the Academy Awards 1999. Oh, no, she won it for the readers. Okay, sorry. actually, Best Actor in a Leading Role, Roberto Benigni, that year, very well deserved for Life is Beautiful. Right. Okay, so 99, Best Actor went to Benigni. Very well deserved. Mm-hmm. Supporting Role, James Coburn. But I, Coburn thought was, I thought it was 1998, though. Was no, no, no. Well, it's the 99 Academy Awards for the 98 movies, the movies that came out in 98. Okay. So, let's go. Best Actress in a Leading Role went to Gwyneth Paltrow, which, what does that mean? Shakespeare in Love. You know what won Best Picture that year? Oh. Hold on. Oh, hold on. <laughs> We're all sitting on our edges. Really? This is supposed to save the podcast, basically? Saving the podcast? This is the real Pod Save America right now. <laughs> Figuring out what movies won are in the late Phillip? 90s. Are we filibustering? picture. Shakespeare in Love beat Saving Private Ryan. How about that? What was I trying to tell you? Shakespeare in I Love beat Saving Private Ryan. Filler, Best all picture. All this stuff has to be All right. There. All right, I told I you. Yeah. Look, look at this list. This list is loaded. Life is beautiful. Saving Private... That beat Life is Beautiful and Saving Private Ryan, Shakespeare in Love? Yeah, that wow, that movie is... world? That movie is... All right, so then wow. what did Titanic beat? Because... Uh, oh, God, we got to end this soon. Wow. I'm, I'm honestly... Nobody guys, listen. I owe Stephen, like, a, a, whatever he wants. That, that, that... I was convinced. Yeah, well, you should be less convinced. Well, I am now. Because Listen, I don't, 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 right, don't so do now, a guy on the deck. I'm, I'm, I've, I've. Uh, now, ninety-eight best actor in a leading role was Jack Nicholson. Okay. He beat Dustin Hoffman for Wag the Dog, Matt Damon for Goodwill Hunting, uh, Peter Fonda for Yulee's Gold, and Robert Duvall in The Apostle. Best actor supporting role was Robin Williams. We don't need to get okay. Now I just want to go to Best Picture. The, okay, so this is a filibuster of the podcast. Yeah, I'm saving this podcast. Titanic ties record with 11 Oscars, including Best Picture, 70th Annual, 1998. It won 11 Oscars. <laughs> this is making me laugh. Best Sound Effects, Sound Effects Editing, Titanic won. It beat Face Off in the Fifth Element. <laughs> yeah, Face those. Off is an Oscar-nominated movie. Uh, yeah. Well... You know what? Yeah, so is Suicide Squad. <laughs> right, so as we... we Memo was horrible. As we look up other Oscar winners and, and nominees... Right. Real quick, the best picture <laughs> category when the Titanic won was... It, okay, so Titanic won. It beat As Good As It Gets, which was a good film. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good Will Hunting, which is a good film. Okay. L.A. Confidential, which, which was, was a, a great good film. film. And The Full Monty, which was... And there was only a five nominees. There was only five nominees that they did. Yeah, right, because now it's up to eight, eight or ten or eleven. Or Enjoyable. Don't know if it's an Oscar. All right, Alan so Alan show. We're going to try to do better. Wait, so should have Titanic have... What should have won in that category? You say L.A. Confidential? Absolutely. What do you got? I would say anything but Titanic, but, but I'll take but L.A. Titanic Confidential. Most of those films. I'll take L.A. Confidential. L.A. Confidential. Wow. Nobody's picking Good Will Hunting. I would say Goodwill Hunting. I'm Mike on Goodwill Hunting. I'm going to make a a bold statement in this room. I think Goodwill Hunting slightly overrated. What? 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Good Will Hunting without Robin Williams is overrated, but Robin Williams. Yeah, is Robin, Robin Williams. Williams Robin Williams is a good Oscar. Robin Williams is not great. That's a good movie. He makes it. Doesn't make it enough that I want to give it an Oscar, though. Yeah, I think we tend like you know how do they? He deserved it. Not to continue this because I don't want to upset Stephen that we're going on a little about this bad podcast, but but what what gets me is sometimes like when you watch a movie and that's what twenty years do they hold up? Is that still a great movie? Like, L.A. Confidential, to me, is still a great movie. Goodwill Hunting, I'm like, eh. You know what I mean? I, I, I think L.A. Confidential is a better movie than Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting is one scene. I'm not ripping it. I, I think it deserved to be nominated, but it's a different taste. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. With it. I, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know. But Titanic winning it, I think that's the weakest. It's like Shakespeare in Love beating out Saving Private Ryan. I mean, that's Come on. crazy. Yeah, no, that's just a crazy that's insanity. thing. It really is. That's insanity it's sauce. Insanity. If we can bring it back, dude, we can bring it back around to Jeremy Lin. Right? It's insanity. just it's unbelievable. If Power it. made a movie, if Power made a movie, if best support not if, if when. when when not I'm if, if you right when. when Power. You guys, my, I think you're not watching. Abby has a movie, so Power. They're basically the same show. I've been saying it forever. Abby has a museum. They do Hello. have a museum. Traveling museum in the city. A traveling yeah. museum in New York City up until September or October of this, this so year. We should, which is nonsense. Where is this power set? The power is set so in New York. Around. It's, 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 it's set in the city. It, this is, we're, we're talking right here. It's filmed right in, in our backyard. Why are hedge funds not donating large resources? Let me tell you something right now. Uh, Wait till it ends. Uh, That's Because they didn't have this traveling they museum. They should put it in 50 Cent's hometown of Queens. I'm telling you, the, the, the 50 cent power. We're going, we started at 12, we're going to end at 12, we're going to end with power, the power hour. The power I'm telling hour. you. No one man should have all that power. Watch Fox the first, if you watch it. the first episode of Power, it's like that first potato chip, but you're not just going to eat that one. You're going to go on and you're going to have more. You're going to finish that fucking so bag. You're going to go to that bag and you're going to, you know what you're going to do? And you're going to lick your fingers afterwards and you're going to say, that salt is per. I need more. You're gonna need more. And the thing about it is, they only do like ten episodes. Wow. Or twelve. It's like ten chips you get. That's How many episodes? Hour. Those whole. Oh, it's an hour. hour. It's a solid and hour. This, this is an hour and nineteen minute ad for the show Power. I'm is. telling you. So as we started, we end on Power, and mm-hmm. I want to thank, of course, Zachary, Zach, Stephen, Ma- Mike, and Melissa from all coming down and, and making this happen. Power. And the power hour. Curious if you send the Passes Pride podcast. <laughs> we owe a lot to power. And don't forget, we're going to get better. Stephen promises. But we are on Apple. It can't get worse. I'm not apologizing for this. Oh, I'm not apologizing. We can do better. Can you do better? Can, can you do better? Yeah, Maybe. Can you do better? Here's, here's what we should ask Stephen before we close. Because I give you gold. Is anybody ever going to hear this episode, Stephen? Yeah. Are you going to lose? Yeah, is this going to be the other lost this episode, eight. too? We've done about 30 episodes, but only eight have made it on to. <laughs> and, and it's the, the ones that didn't air that are all gold. Those are, yeah, those those are really true gold. With the guests. So, just again, Apple, Spotify, Google Play. You can find Pretty us anywhere. Wherever you can get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast. Stitcher. When this takes off, T-shirts are going to be made, mugs. We're going to have everything <laughs> for listeners. Swag. Swag. We're going to have swag bags. Right. And we're going to go to premieres and do things. We're going to really make it happen. We should, You're honestly. You're going to get so tired. I'm telling you. We should have a press pass for the Meg Open. We should, we should. We should go to either the Meg Power or the Voices of Brewster Festival. <laughs> the, the, that's the gettable one. That's yeah, That one I don't think we that's need to pass for. So thanks for listening thank to you. another episode of Passes Prime Podcast. Yep. 
Thank you again, and uh, we'll welcome. see you very soon. Thank you. Woo! Bye.